Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Taz back from vacation. Happy to be here. Jim Kelly, how are you? Doing well. Had a, had a nice weekend. What did I miss last week? Anything exciting? Uh, well, you missed Rock the Park, basically, the Saturday night and the Wednesday, man. Those were both amazing times. Crowds were huge. The band sounded awesome. So you missed out on that. I heard Saturday was a real blowout. Like, park was packed. Yeah, yeah. I knew Great the tickets, atmosphere. I knew the tickets were selling well, but when you see everybody there and everybody having an awesome time, um, it was spectacular. What band was the highlight for you at Rock the Park? Um... I'm gonna say I I think I think Rise Against is awesome, especially live. They have so many hits, and I always forget how many of their songs I like. They're one of those bands, like yeah. oh this oh, yeah oh that's them I know them yeah Rise and Against like, boo so hold me up now and then you're like hero of war <laughs> like you're on both ends of the spectrum like excited and then like they got the hard ones they got yeah. the soft you got your arms around the people beside you having a beer and swaying back and forth it was fun. Cool, so that was good. Yeah, nothing uh, crazy in the news, necessarily. There was a Sobeys racist moment there that was everybody talking about for a while. I saw that online. Yeah. I don't want more negative news this morning. Fair enough. What uh, what happened around the station? Any gossip? Any water cooler (laughs) talk? Oh, Taz, it's time to dish, dish, dish. Devin Peek. No. Uh, What did happen around the station, we did find uh, the mayor of FM96 uh, that we voted at Rock the Park. And Taz, congratulations. You were voted the mayor of FM96 despite... The vicious attack ads that Devin Peacock laid against you. <laughs> those were hilarious. I heard those online, too. When Peacock's back tomorrow, we'll replay those because they were very well done. Yeah, so what do I have to do now that I'm the mayor of FM 96? Just a lot of ribbon cutting, I think. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> do I get a pair of giant scissors? Uh, you get a pair of giant scissors. The thing is, though, you have to publicly embarrass yourself with either an affair or a DUI <laughs> now just to keep the London mayor streak going. Yeah, that's right. If you're a, Lon- uh, a mayor in the forest city, it's only a matter of time before those skeletons come <laughs> out of the closet, right? Maybe some light embezzling. <laughs> Hold on. When's my son getting married? <laughs> Whose money can I use to pay for that? Well, cool. Yeah, happy to be back. I was uh, was off uh, um, in Montana. I have family out there, and then we drove up to Vancouver Island to spend more time with family, and it was awesome. But it is good to be here. Unfortunately, I returned to a terrible news story out of Toronto, a shooting in the Danforth area, Greektown, last night. We talked to Jeff MacArthur from the morning show on global television and we'll share that uh, with you coming up here on the program also talking about comic-con down in san diego today it's been going on all last week some hilarious you do you keep up on the cosplaying jim the the costumes that some of these people make it's my favorite thing after the weekend's over to go through like a big compilation of all the photos because it must take people I'm not joking, years to make some of these. They will start on next year's costume as soon as Comic-Con wraps up this year. When Comic-Con comes to London this year in the fall, I, Taz, am making a challenge for myself to dress up, full-blown cosplay. I don't know who I'm going to be yet, but I'm going balls to the walls. (laughs) That would be an interesting costume. (laughs) What are you supposed to be? I'm balls to the walls. Balls to the walls. Um, Yeah, London Comic-Con is going to be fun too, but... 
San Diego Comic-Con's a big one, and we'll have more on that coming up. And how about this? You thought Tiger Woods was a big story from the British Open on the weekend. How about the dude who was hung over on Sunday? The Tash Show Podcast. I want to see you peacock. Cock, cock, Peacock's off. Peacock, He'll be back tomorrow. Peacock, Taz and Jim. Hey, British I Open was a good one peacock, on the weekend. Tiger Woods. He's right up there again. Came in six. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't watching it live, but I was uh, on Twitter at the time, and people were going bonkers. It's exciting. You're saying it's a matter of time before Tiger wins another big one. Uh, the winner was Francesco Molinari of Italy. He followed up his third round 65 with a final round 69. Easy, Jim. <laughs> I just adjusted my posture. To finish two shots clear of the field and capture his first career major title. Now, he may have won the tournament, but the guy who won our hearts was Eddie Pepperell. He, uh, he played kind of crummy on Saturday. He shot a 71. <laughs> so he went out and got drunk. Huh. Expecting, oh, I shot a 71, I'm not going to win the tournament. But then the next round, he shot a 67, and he ended up finishing tied with Tiger Woods at <laughs> sixth. Here he is talking about it afterwards. Well, I mean, I hit the ball better on the range, which gave me some confidence because I didn't feel like I've been swinging it very good this week. So, And then playing with Phil, those two things gave me something to go out there with, honestly. And... Um, I was a little hungover, I won't lie. I had too much to drink last night. And, uh, you know, I was so frustrated with yesterday that today was really, I'm not going to say a write-off, but I, I didn't feel like I was in the golf tournament. And whether I shot 69 or 73 today, I, I wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have been heartbreaking. But um, as it happens, I've shot 67. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a um, funny game. Funny game it is. That's so relatable because anytime my <laughs> game starts going downhill, which pretty much does after the third hole every time, I start drinking too. You have a couple of beers. You you think about it too much and you're not going to play well. Just <laughs> if, if your head hurts so much that that's your focus instead of how you're swinging the club, maybe one day you'll win a major. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Pepperell. Kudos to him. He's a hero. I was a little hungover, I won't lie. I had too much to drink last night. And, uh, you know, I was so frustrated with yesterday that today was really, I'm not going to say a write-off, but I, I didn't feel like I was in the golf tournament. And whether I shot 69 or 73 today, I, I wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have been heartbreaking. But um, as it happens, I've shot 67. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a um, funny game. The Taz Show Podcast. Toronto uh, in all our hearts this morning. After news of a shooting in the Danforth area last night, here's an eyewitness speaking with Global News. I, I was, well, today I, I just got out of my car. Um, there were multiple um, noises. I, I th- first I thought it was fireworks going off, um, and it, it came on again and again. It would start, and it would start up again. There'd be a pause. You'd hear it again. There must have been 20 or, or, or 30 altogether. Um, I, I saw people starting to run in the other direction, um, and, and we started moving away. Two dead. Shooter is dead. They have not confirmed whether or not the shooter was taken out by the police or he may have taken his own life. Have you seen any of the video that has surfaced online of the shooter, Jim? Because there's some pretty raw uh, stuff out there. Police are asking that if people do have photos or video of the incident or the area at the time, that they share it with police. I know you you want to post it and let everyone see it, but you may want to share it with police 
before you do that because it could uh, give them some clues to figuring out motive or if there was other people involved. But have you seen any of, of the video? Nothing that's been very graphic, but I think I've seen a ton of videos that show how rare this seems to be in Toronto because it's just like a lot of people looking out their apartment windows going, what is that sound? Yeah. What is that sound? Here is, here's one. It looks like a second story, either window or balcony, this person is hanging out of. And they're very confused because you're hearing these loud bangs go off. And the Danforth, it would be the equivalent of someone just walking down Richmond Row here in London, Ontario, and firing into bars and restaurants with a handgun. That's what happened yesterday in Toronto. And this person is is confused as to where the sound is coming from. They initially think it's uh, the gunshots or the sound, the bangs they're hearing could be coming out of a van that is driving slowly down the street. But then you realize, and it's tough to see at first in the video, there's a, a guy wearing all black walking down the street and his arms are at his side. All of a sudden he raises his arms. He's got a handgun and he starts firing. From that car? And the person oh. scatters, they, they run back into their apartment or dive down on their balcony. I'm not sure which, but that would be terrifying, man, to be that close yeah. to something like that happening. Yikes. I turn around and I just saw him execute a lady black, you know, because a, a lady tried to run and she fell by the tree. Um, and he went boom, 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 three times. And uh, I just... You know, I just, I didn't, and then he, he went across the street, kept shooting, and then walked down Danforth. Man, what a scary thing. In in a city like Toronto, which I, I've always considered it one of the safest large cities in the world. I heard at least 20 shots, right, in, in, in intervals. You know, clipping spent, reloading, clipping spent, reloading, clipping spent. That's what I heard. And then I saw the carnage as they ran down the street here. And we're joined by Global Television's Jeff MacArthur, who is in Toronto reporting the news, uh, specifically the big story, which is the shooting just after 10 o'clock last night in the Danforth area. Good morning, Jeff. Well, good morning, Chaz and Jim. Uh, the mood in Toronto must be uh, must be pretty somber this morning. Yeah, well, you know, it's shock and it's disbelief. I think, uh, you know, I woke up and I saw this news uh, early this morning. I think the city is waking up and just left kind of shaking their heads and wondering why, and here we go again. Uh, this is three months to the day of the uh, van attack that, of course, uh, happened and made international headlines uh, in Toronto, and now we have a uh, shooting. We have a, a suspect who has been dead or has been uh, killed. We're not sure by police or by self-inflicted gun wound. We're still uh, waiting for information on that, but... Uh, uh, one of the injured, just a uh, nine-year-old girl who's in critical oh, condition God. and fighting for her uh, life this morning. You mentioned the van attack. Now, there is no, no uh, known motive. The police haven't said anything about why this person decided to do this. But um, obviously, a lot of people's minds, I'm sure, uh, went directly to the van attack, wondering, is this the same sort of thing with the incel uh, community? Is this uh, somebody, uh, not a copycat, but somebody who is uh, who is on the same page as that van attack? Yeah. Well, listen, we, ju- we just don't know. And this is very early on. As you mentioned, this happened just after 10 o'clock uh, last night. So it's not even 12 hours uh, later. So 
uh, it's not worth speculating on a motive until we know exactly uh, who this person was, and uh, we let police uh, kind of do their work and their investigation. But you know, I will say this: uh, you know, I don't want to say like Toronto has lost its innocence because it certainly is a, a major city, a major uh, international city. But uh, with the van attack three months ago, and now this, it seems as if. Uh, I don't know that the character of the city is changing uh, a little bit. We've had such a spike in gun violence uh, again this summer, and here's another example of it uh, last night. And it just feels as if uh, the city is changing. And we may look back at the summer of 2018 uh, as a bit of a uh, turning point. Yeah, you've been reporting a lot about uh, gun-related violence and incidents in the city of Toronto as of late. Um, There's some finger-pointing going on as to who's responsible, who needs to step up and do something. What have you been reporting on in that aspect? Well, you know, uh, Mayor John Tory and Police Chief uh, Mark Saunders, they're doing the right things, they're saying the right things. Uh, both were right there on the scene uh, last night, uh, you know, uh, saying, listen, this is just, uh, we can't uh, stand for this, that uh, this is not our city, this is not uh, who we are, and trying to uh, tell people to remain calm. But I think it's getting tougher and tougher for Torontonians to, to do that. Particularly, I should mention, for those that haven't been to the Danforth or, or Greektown, I mean, it is a major gathering spot, and this is just people that were out on patios and restaurants enjoying a summer's night. Uh, I mean, a family, as I mentioned, the nine-year-old girl is mm-hmm. in the hospital uh, right now. Uh, this could, everybody has been down there at some point in their lives and just enjoying what these people were last night, just some family time or a great summer night uh, on a patio, and really, you know, you put yourself there because you've been there before. But uh, as far as moving forward, uh, the mayor... Uh, announced last week that they're starting to install some new cameras, what they call uh, shot spotters, which are very high-tech and apparently can drown out ambient noise and can pick up uh, like the, the pop of uh, gunfire. And within 30 seconds of a gun going off, uh, police can know that the, an incident uh, has taken place or happened. So they're trying to be proactive. They're trying to use high-tech solutions. But, you know, you look at a city, you know, we always point to Chicago as kind of the sister city or the twin city of uh, Toronto, and I don't have to tell you about the gun violence that's been going on there for, for decades, and they've been unable to get a handle on it and stem the tide. So, you know, you just I think Toronto's waking up this morning to more devastating news and wondering what, if anything, can we do about this? You've been in contact with Global News reporters on the scene. Uh, how are residents uh, doing in that area this morning? Yeah, well, you know, everyone is just waking up to this this morning. So, again, I think it's just shock and it's disbelief, and it's trying to make some sort of sense, sense of what is a senseless uh, tragedy. And uh, so I think, yeah, this is just kind of as people wake up this morning, it happened late on a Sunday night, it's just starting to resonate and kind of wash over the residents. Jeff MacArthur from The Morning Show on Global Television. You can watch him on Channel 3 here in London, Ontario. We appreciate you taking some time out this morning and talking with us. I know it's a very busy morning for you, and we'll let you get back to it here. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. The Tash Show Podcast. Some other movie trailers released over the weekend. San Diego Comic-Con is going on. This is the big one, the original uh, Comic-Con down there in the United States. And often they will have panels with the big celebrities of upcoming movies and TV shows, and they'll they'll show trailers for the first time and then throw them up online. DC Comics, they put out a lot this past weekend. Did you see the new trailer for Shazam, Jim? I did, and it's kind of rare for a DC trailer. It's funny. It, it, it looks like a comedy. I would describe it as 
Big, the Tom Hanks movie Big. Yeah. But instead of just becoming an adult man, it's about a young man who becomes an adult with superpowers and he's hanging out with his, his young best friend and yeah. they're kind of figuring out what he can and can't do. It, I was surprised at how funny it did look. Yeah, because I mean, like the Superman movies and the Beast, uh, and the the Batman movies, Justice League, all together, all real dark, real boring. This one's uh, nice and light. Zachary Levi is is the lead. He was on that show Chuck. Yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks super jacked, but I'm like, I know he's been working out, but that suit looks kind of obnoxious because it's like a, a like a muscle guy suit. It's a bit much. It looks inflatable. <laughs> Maybe that's his part of the humor. Is, his head is too small and the muscles are too big. Yeah, I think like maybe that's part of it because like, it kind of looks funny. but It reminds me a bit of... Um, Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Real American Hero, you ever watch that show? No. It's way before your time. Back in the 80s, it was a comedy show about this guy who finds an alien suit that gives him superpowers, and he loses the manual. Oh, okay. I know the George Costanza phone message recording that uses that, that That's song. That's the song. But. Yeah, that was the theme song. Exactly. Um, it, it does look funny. Aquaman, new trailer came out. It looks again, DC. You got too much going on here. Everything looks fake, computer generated yeah. nonsense. And it also reminds me how lame Aquaman's powers are. Like, you know, it's it, he's has to be in the water and there's like fish following him around. It just doesn't seem that cool. And DC also released a trailer for a new television show. It's, it's going to be a streaming show um, called Titans. If you have kids you probably have seen the teen titans cartoon which is a big hit well this is uh the adult version of teen titans starring main character robin of batman and robin fame and it is dark and it is gritty and apparently robin is not a batman fan listen to this clip please can you help me madness madness Yes, Robin just said F Batman. (laughs) But if you watch the trailer, mature audiences only, there is no beep there. Yeah. It's just Robin saying. F Batman. It's uh it may seem hardcore, but it kind of just reminds me of when a teen tells his parents he hates them. I hate you, Dad. (laughs) I'm never gonna like you ever. (laughs) But uh, Titans will be coming to a streaming service near you in the future as well. You want to check out some of those trailers? We've got them up. Taz Show blog fm96.com. The Taz Show podcast. An ancient sarcophagus was discovered at a construction site in Alexandria, Egypt last week. There was some debate going around whether or not they should even open the sarcophagus up because you know. Curses and stuff like that. Yeah, that's textbook ancient curse meddling. Yeah, at the start of every mummy movie. They did decide to open this thing, and when they did, they found bones from three mummies inside floating in a layer of a reddish goo water. Hmm. And now there's a petition online from people who want to drink the water. What? <laughs> 
Petition has over 16,000 signatures from people who say they want to drink the mummy juice to see if it gives them mummy powers. <laughs> what world are they living in? <laughs> Would you drink it? If, I mean, how, how much of a chance? Like, if you they said there's a 50% chance that this mummy juice will give you mummy superpowers, would you drink it? I think I would. <laughs> I don't know what a mummy superpower is. The ability to, like, wear toilet paper, or I don't know what the superpowers we think mummies have are. If you think you walk too fast, <laughs> drink some mummy juice. It'll slow you right down. If you need to bend your arms at the elbows while you walk sideways. I would say, what's the other half of that 50%? Because, like, one side is the superpowers. The other side, am I going to get some sort of crazy... Egyptian disease, permanent diarrhea. I th- permanent. <laughs> I, I think is the more likely outcome of <laughs> drinking the red goo inside the sarcophagus. I think I would drink it. It's like when you go to Alaska and they make you take a shot of that thing with a toe in it, that booze sure. with a finger or a toe or you, in you it. You go out east and you have to kiss a fish. You get yeah. screeched in. They yeah. should. They should just make tourists in <laughs> Egypt do a shot of mummy juice. I say go ahead. Let, if these guys want to drink it, let them drink it. They have to sign a waiver. Yeah. And they can drink, uh, they can have a little little sip of this, this mummy uh, goo, and who knows. But you cannot get on an airplane for a month. Why not? Cause we need to quarantine you, man. That's how, like, oh, okay. diseases start. I thought, I thought you were thinking of the scene in the new Tom Cruise mummy movie where, like, the mummy comes alive in the airplane and then the plane crashes. <laughs> is that, that what happens? That also is a possibility. <laughs> Slim chance. Not as, not as great a chance as the diarrhea, but that's a possibility <laughs> as well. Okay, looking more into this uh, this mummy juice, the goo uh, water that was in the sarcophagus that they opened in Egypt last week. Uh, turns out it was sewage. <laughs> oh, jeez! That leaked into the sarcophagus. So the chances of that that liquid giving you mummy superpowers has just decreased a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. You know what? It probably would taste better than just liquefied remains, though, right? I don't even want to think about <laughs> it, Jim. It's breakfast time. The Tash Show Podcast.